introduce what BVP Radio actually is. BVP is the on-campus music community at UBC, and we kind of work together a lot with um, with young musicians. We give them opportunities to play music and things like that. I'm Franca. I'm here with my buddy Sefer. We're the hosts. We like to talk a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we do, and, and we like to be... Uh just the right amount of awkward to make it entertaining. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of actually cool stuff going on with BVP uh, or has been going on with BVP. Um, this Saturday was the AMS Last Band Standing and uh, the Blank Vinyl Project and in specific uh, BVP Radio, which you're listening to right now, broadcasted the whole thing um, and it will be podcasted really soon. So if you check us out on the CITR website, uh, you can listen to that. Um, in addition, as always, uh, Kerner's Tuesdays are happening, um, and... Open mics on Mondays as well. Yeah, lots of things, <laughs> and, uh, you, even though we've not been posting an awful lot, you can still, uh, <laughs> check us out on Facebook. Um, we have a really, uh, fun show, or awesome show, I don't know, good adjectives show. <laughs> uh, words are hard, okay? Yeah, I'm not good at words, even though I'm on the radio. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're here with, uh, Aaron Bailey, um, uh, singer-songwriter, uh, and, and, and just general music and academic dude on campus. Um, if you're hanging out on campus, you may have seen him play on one of our um, Kerner's Live Music Nights or um, at the Eastside Flea Market in the Sub. Um, that was the first time I heard him play, and it was awesome. Um, so, yes, Aaron, speak. Cool. Um, happy to be here. Thanks so much for the introduction. Uh, it's been awesome being able to play with BVP over the last little while, um, getting to know the, the folks there. I think you guys are doing some good stuff on campus, so thanks for having me here. Thank you. We we um we really need uh, compliments to to help our self confidence because <laughs> we really don't have any otherwise. Um, yeah. So you know, w- I'm a first year, and and when I um came to came to UBC in this this next little while, uh, I've been seeing a lot of um, I guess musicians doing a lot of things other than music, and and I'm seeing it uh. And, and I'm wondering how they can balance all these different things. Now, um, if I'm if I'm not wrong, you're a science student, right? A fourth year science student. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, doing all this music stuff as well as running for AMS president. How do you uh, balance? Honestly, uh, for me, music is my my break. It's sort mm-hmm. of a catharsis. Uh, if I'm stressed, if I got a lot of things on the go, um, being able to sit down, write a song, play a song, perform something, it's kind of like meditation for me. I zone cool. out, uh, and it allows me to relax and clear my head of all the other things that are going on. So, so um, basically, how often do you have a chance to actually um, write music, play music? Listen to music. Do all the music things. Oh well, I listen to music continuously whenever <laughs> I'm not talking to people. Uh, in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of playing, uh, playing music, I try and play like personally at least once a day. I pick up my guitar and I sort of jam around with it, or I sing in the shower, that kind of thing. Uh, in terms of performing live, I try and get out there a couple times a month whenever my my evenings permit it. Uh, and then writing's a totally different beast. It's so sporadic. <laughs> whenever like inspiration hits me, if I'm feeling up, if I'm feeling down. I see something cool, uh, hmm. you get those sort of butterflies, uh, and you get the pen to paper. So cool. you get those like, oh my god, I just had a moment. Where's my pen? Where's my paper? Exactly. I need to write the song down. Exactly, <laughs> it'll yeah. be the next big hit of Aaron Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, some people have really interesting uh, like instances of inspiration. Some people like see a purple car and they write a song about it. What's been one kind of uh, unique inspiration for you that you've written a song about? Oh man, um, so. <sighs> 
a lot of my songs end up being a lot sappier than I want them to be. <laughs> uh, but it's weird because a lot of the time the inspiration comes from the most random stuff. I actually take a lot of my inspiration from other music uh, mm -hmm. that I listen to and the feelings that it gives me. Um, a lot of the songs I've written lately, just since the beginning of the school year, are when that fantastic song you've really been into for a while comes on on your headphones. It's sunny on Main Mall. You're just <laughs> walking and like seeing all these people milling about, and you sort of get that weird goosebumpy feeling. Oh, like the one that you get on the first day of spring. Yeah, I guess. Especially, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, in Vancouver, they have like that. Well, not this year, but usually there's that one day in March where the sun comes out and everybody like runs out <laughs> yeah. and is like, "Oh my god, we can spend time outside. We can run around. We can engage with other human beings." And the next day, the rain comes back <laughs> down, and you just kind of dream about that one day that happened. Yeah, it's just this huge <laughs> endorphin rush. That, like, yeah, everybody's so stoked. Uh, and I guess with those emotions, like five cascades, degrees, yeah. people running around in shorts, <laughs> playing frisbee, and there's exactly. like dogs all of a sudden on campus. We're like, where did the dogs go? <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, that's kind of it. It's it's more the the strange and the benign and the mysterious. I think that, that gives me cool. inspiration. So, yeah, um, yeah. So when when you said that they end up being sappy, uh, <laughs> that, that's cool. That that's totally cool. I mean, like. There, there's very unique ways to make very sappy songs really good. I think, like, maybe my favorite song is, like, a, a breakup song by this really weird, like, UK, like, math rock thing that had changes time <laughs> signatures. It's just weird. Um, how do you find a way to make a, a sappy song that, that could potentially just be really cliche, um, original and, and listenable and something that you like? Cool. Um, well, I'm still working on that. So I, I honestly, like, I started writing music at the beginning of this past summer when I was traveling through Southeast Asia and spending time in Nepal. And honestly, if anybody out, out there is an artist, uh, you kind of hate the first hundred things you write <laughs> because that cliche sort of creeps in. Uh, but it's kind of just about going back to it over and over and over again um, and sort of, uh, you know, perfecting the craft writing those cliches out and just writing about what means something to you, not what sounds good, not what other people mm. are going to like, but what, what resonates with like the Basically idea. playing the music that is from you for you and hopefully other people enjoy it rather than playing music for other people to enjoy. <laughs> exactly. It. And it's a hard it's a hard <laughs> thing to sort of get out of your head, you know, just writing mm. for yourself. Because yeah, I was actually um, this... I have a creative writing class and this kind of, um, kind of reminds me of that because we had this... Um, we were talking about one of one of the people that we were talking about in class was um, oops. Um, one of the people that we were talking about in class. It was about where you get inspiration for writing, and there's these two horrible, horrible questions that go on in people's minds or in her mind. And she says the two questions are: Is this good? And does this suck? <laughs> yeah. And basically, once you get past those questions, you can write whatever you want. You can start writing without even knowing where it's going because, you know, you're just doing it for the sake of writing. And then if it's good, you do something with it. And if it's not, well, at least you wrote something. Mm. Oh, I totally feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bringing some class information. I learn things in my classes sometimes. <laughs> I'm glad that makes fun of us. You already know all the science. Well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we have a really resilient guitar here that yeah. just took a, a good hit, a good tumble there. You know, it just it dove courageously uh, into the uh, the ground. Yep. So that that wasn't me messing up. People that are listening, uh, the door open. <laughs> Stop blaming me. I mess up often, but not that bad. Not uh, this time. Not this time. Not this time. Um, you know, you. Okay, let's let's start, <laughs> let's that, start again. that one again. Let's try it again. Um, I was just going to ask you, what are some artists that you um, feel uh, inspired by? 
Well, um, if, if I really want to get into it, so historically, uh, grew up on some of the old classic rock type stuff, um, mm. more the American rock, Tom Petty, that kind of thing. Uh, recently, though, I'm really into the Canadian indie like sort of band scene. So mm. uh, my favorite band, I got to see them a couple of weeks ago, Hey Rosetta, f- oh. uh, favorite Canadian band from Newfoundland. Uh, they're in Vancouver. Um, phenomenal, really dynamic. I've been listening to this 12-piece band called Typhoon from Oregon. They're mm. super, super dope. Uh, and then the classic Dan Mangan being out on the West Coast, you know. Uh, he's my boy, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just before I played Dan Magnan, um, Mangan, I, I don't know how to say his name. Um, <laughs> I My friend works at a, a coffee shop on Main Street. It's called Continental. Okay. And uh, I was there one time, and he just said, can you pass the honey to Dan Mang- Magnan, whatever's <laughs> Dan M. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, look behind you. And, and there he was having a coffee, and I had honey in my hand, and I approached him uh being starstruck as i was and i <laughs> I, I gave the honey to dan that's it amazing w- that's i don't know if that's a euphemism or if that's like a- <laughs> <laughs> so Sephir, you gave the honey to dan I huh to dan. i think i was his honey <laughs> or, I, dan, 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 dan. <laughs> or i would like <laughs> anyway uh l- l- we're gonna play a song by hey rosetta called your spring Searching these serpentine streets for the signs of a spark, fucking around in the dark. And long we were held in the thrumming and desperate heat of the club, drinking deep from that cup. Drink it up. Wow. 
No, go for it. Aaron just actually told us a really cool story while the song was playing, and um, please repeat it because <laughs> I appreciated that. Cool. So um, I got to see Hey Rosetta uh, one of my first summers here in Vancouver uh, at the Vancouver Folk Fest, I guess three years ago now. Um, and with that song, the sort of theme of it in that album kind of was uh, sparklers, so that like light in the darkness. Um, me and my friends who were at the concert were so fired up to see them. No one else really <laughs> was because the age group at Vancouver Folk Festival is usually like 50 year olds uh, so we were like <laughs> screaming at the top of our lungs these sparklers out as the sun went down when they were playing this song and then afterwards we wanted to meet the band like we absolutely wanted to meet the band so we went to their merch tent and for two hours we sort of just sat out there tweeting at them and like trying to get their attention somehow <laughs> or they're backstage and then after they were about to close down the merch tent uh, this guy on one of those go-karts who's like riding into the uh, into the backstage area was like do you want me to grab someone for you? I was like, could you please grab Tim Baker and Hey Rosetta? Like, have them come out. Uh, and he did, and they came out. The Most of them came out, at least. Uh, and we got to, like, light sparklers in the dark and hang out with them for a bit. And there's this photograph of me on Facebook, uh, and literally I have the biggest smile of, of my life on my face. It was, like, one of the, the uh, astounding moments in my life um, here in Vancouver. So, yeah, that song means a lot to me. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, personally, I didn't really get into Hey Rosetta because I... I saw one of their videos and it really messed me up. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I, you, you, I think you told me the name of the song, but anyway, I just I remember like it was really late one night and I was just like YouTube surfing for new music, and uh, I'd heard of the band before, so I, I clicked on the song and I watched the video, and like the beginning was kind of like a paranormal activity kind of vibe, like it was just like a crappy camera and like you know going around and like by the end like the camera was in the water in this ocean and like there was like a corpse of this girl. It was weird. Oh I just did not <laughs> enjoy that. Um, I'm so. so I definitely say give him another chance. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I definitely will. You know, if it makes a reaction, you know, makes you have an yeah. emotional reaction, then it's good music. It's art. Totally. <laughs> um, what What's another one of your big influences? Um, well, musically um, speaking, I, I sort of bounce around a whole bunch. Like, mm. the, my main genre that I always return to is going to be that sort of indie, indie folk folk rock type thing um but i sort of branch out whatever i'm feeling whether it's jazz or it's electronic music or just like weird pop stuff as well um big band who i got into when i was in high school and it sort of stuck with me for a long time i was a big death cab fan mm. whether that's embarrassing or not now it's to not. admit uh, i think everybody that's at university now was a big death cab at fan. some point <laughs> at one point in their life old death cab man they're just so nerdy and so cool and i thought their, like ben gibbard's lyricism was really rad so uh yeah that was super dope um but yeah big influence for me cool and uh, yeah, also I mentioned it before, but obviously Dan Mangan, we got to see him at Block Party last year, which was nuts. I'm hopefully going to be seeing him at uh, Sasquatch this summer. I got tickets to that. <laughs> he's with Blacksmith now, and I think he's going a little bit more of a mature sort of dark route. Um, but one of my favorite songs from him is uh, Road Regrets, uh, one of the first songs I heard from him when I moved out here to Vancouver, and cool. it's got some special memories attached to it for me. Where did so. just... Where did you move from to Vancouver? Like, where are you from, actually? <laughs> I'm from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, not, like, not anywhere weird and exotic, just like those, <laughs> those Audis kids who try to get as far away from Ontario as possible. So. Same. I actually, well, once I, 
I moved to Canada. I was in uh, in Toronto, like in North York, and I moved to Mississauga. Um, so then, like, I was talking to some people from UBC that I knew would go, and they're like, "You're from Toronto." I was like, I'm "From Mississauga," but yeah, it's okay. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not as cool as people think. Like, it's really cold and really like just not good. BC is good. Happy BC <laughs> because it has Dan Magnin. And I can't say his name right. And this is Road Regrets. Listen to it. <laughs> we'll drive until the gas is gone. And then walk until our feet are torn Crawl until we feed the soil Film the whole thing It's all business in left-hand lane Drive there and then drive back again
Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Because you're mine, I won't lie. Tired of winter's bitter cold weather? Join UBC's Free the Children as they welcome back spring with a huge concert, Equinox. My soul is on fire. On Friday, March 20th at 7.30 p.m. at the Pit Pub, featuring live music from Labidos, Color the Wild, Collect Call, System Skyline, Colin Weeks with the Banana Boys, and a surprise DJ. This will surely be a night you don't want to miss. Friday, March 20th, 2015. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, as we were listening to... um. Dan Mangan was that was that right? Oh, Mangan. Dan Mangan. As we were listening to him, um, I was listening to him last night, and I realized that he actually sounds a lot like um one of the bands that we have, um, Rebel on the Mountain, and um, yeah, do you like Re- you've heard of Rebel on the Mountain? Yeah, Christian and I, uh, Chris and I, we were good friends. Um, back when Christian went to school here, he's in Denmark now. But yeah, oh. yeah, they're dope. Yeah, so um, I figured because it kind of it works really well together, and I thought you would appreciate the music and our listeners, of course, and of course I'm selfish and I love their music, so I want to play it. <laughs> um, would appreciate if we play um, "Futures" from "Futures" from Rebel on a Mountain. The night was the night he thought to disappear To run the place into white tracks Into white tracks Are you alone from fear Or did the bronze people bring you here To run the flakes into white tracks Into white tracks Talk, talk about the future it was brought up on gold Friends are made from silver It's about a boy and a lover It's about a boy and a The night I thought to reappear To run the flakes Into our tracks Into our tracks Are you alone from fear Up at the bronze people Bring you here to run the flakes Into our tracks Into our tracks Talk about the future it was brought up on gold Friends made from 
Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? That's right. Go CITR. Um, <laughs> um, right now, so we've been having a lot of music played here, and now Aaron is going to also play some music for us. Cool. Um, so I'm going to actually start off with a cover of one of my favorite songs. It's by a band called The Middle East. They're actually now defunct. They're not in existence, but they're from Australia. It's a really sappy song because I love sappy songs. But, Yay! Uh, yeah, take it away. It's called Blood. <laughs> So lie down Lie for a while with your ear against the earth And you hear your sister sleep talking Say your hair is long but not long enough To reach home to me But your beard someday might be and you woke up in a cold sweat on the floor Next to a family portrait drawn when you were four And beside a jar of two cent coins that are no good no more She lay you aside Father, weary, so you 
fly Back to the home you made of a mountainside Since girl then I pulled away those papers for divorce And a lonely ring A lonely ring Sit on your porch And pluck your strings And you'll find somebody you can blame And you'll follow the creek that runs out into the sea And you'll find the peace of the Lord was beautiful <laughs> I'm gonna make it sound like there's more people in here clapping than there <laughs> I am so sorry for your ears uh. yeah. this is our studio audience right here right, no yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we, we don't have laugh jacks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, uh, we need to get that for our next show yeah. laugh track uh, I'd be down and clapping and like uh, like like even the, the drums that go you know like that for a joke yeah for 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 those awkward ones that we make yeah definitely <laughs> that was awesome man um ooh, yeah what's the the story behind you and and that song what's your relationship with it oh wow okay um so uh we're getting a whole lot of history now yeah this is history again <laughs> sappy history man i'm a sappy dude. um two summers ago i was traveling in europe um and, good choice uh, after working in germany for a couple couple months I decided to take sort of a backpack soloing trip uh, and I was actually on a train from Prague in the Czech Republic to Vienna um, and across the car from me was this attractive looking girl um, and I spent the entire train ride just sort of thinking about how I could say something to her <laughs> hoping so much that she spoke English and finally <laughs> I was writing a song at the time and I got up the courage to ask her about something stupid like what rhymes with this word 
Uh, it turns out her name was Laura, and she was from Australia. Oh. Um, and we ended up staying at the exact same hostel, literally one room <laughs> beside each other. <laughs> uh, like it was meant to be. A little bit. Um, so we kind of fell in love with this girl over the course of five days. We went to Budapest together. Uh, it was one of the best five days of my life, and she introduced me to that song, and uh, it, again, reminds me of that time. Um, I haven't seen her since because she lives in Australia. <laughs> but uh, I, every time I play that song, I think of her. So. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like good adjectives. Yay. Yay. <laughs> good. Groovy. Hey, that's, that's, that's the kind of, I mean, that's, those are the kind of things that people always um, imagine and dream that will happen to them when they go traveling, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think that they honestly do. As long as you put yourself out there, they will happen. So Awesome, man. Um, what's your next song you got for us? Uh, so this is a song I wrote. Um, it's actually probably the least sappy song I've ever written, which is surprising. Um, <laughs> it's, it's called Cherry Bomb wrote this one uh, in the fall this summer and uh, not really much of a backstory it just is it about the clothing inspired. shop no, no it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about uh, people with red hair to be honest but oh <laughs> oh I feel trains? special yeah, there, yeah. So this one's dedicated to you um, yeah well, I'm gonna try my best to remember the lyrics here because it's really warm in here but yeah, so this one's I can leave if you like yeah, yeah. it's just too hot <laughs> okay alright go for it Cherry bomb, my cherry bomb, my cherry bomb, my cherry night 
The matchstick light diffusing night My cherry burn My cherry burn My cherry burn My cherry burn Trying to find the ark And I'm just searching for my part And getting lost from the very start uh -huh. Singing oh, 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 oh Oh, oh, Well, on behalf of all the redheads, um, that was awesome. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> no worries. It's for you guys. Uh, <laughs> that's really good. That was, I, that was so good, in fact, that it made me forget what I was going to say. And I'm not, it's not that I'm bad at radio, it's that uh, that kind of threw me off. And that's, so what I, that's what I like to tell myself, you know, it's, sometimes. It's, we just can't handle it with all this talent that we get in here. <laughs> we're, just, we're just at a loss for words. Sig, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out these words that I'm at a loss for, but I can't because okay. I'm at a loss for them. Well, I can always play more music if you want. No, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the act. You know, we gotta act a little bit awkward yeah, to be no, lovable. You know, yeah. it'll be even more difficult for us to find our words again okay. because yeah. just just really keep, if you keep music. taking our breath away, we're going to suffocate. Oh man, wow, <laughs> that went dark. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> What's the um, story behind your tattoo? I see, uh, like, as you were playing that you have one on your left arm. Yeah, uh, so this this tattoo is actually a temporary UBC Thunderbirds tattoo, but I think you're probably referring to the big arrow on my forehead. Yeah, I was like, did you, like, permanent <laughs> UBC? No, it just hasn't come off since blank canvas. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this, this tattoo... Um, sound like such a sappy person here um it's this, okay it matches the music that you were talking about right <laughs> so this <laughs> tattoo was drawn by um an ex-girlfriend of mine actually uh whose name was also laura had this weird thing um so, so she, if your name is laura yeah aaron uh, bailey is got a chance <laughs> uh so she we we dated for two years um she is from vancouver but goes to school in halifax and we did long distance over the first two years um that's a thing, and my criteria apparently is girls named Laura who live at least 5,000 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she drew this for me um, in a time when I was struggling with some pretty serious mental health stuff in the first year. Um, mm -hmm. 
people go through that a lot, and I know in first year, especially if you're away from home, it's hard to have somebody to reach out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was kind of that that savior for me in that period of time when I was adjusting to university, um, and I had planned to get it tattooed ever since, and I got it done in April. Because mm-hmm. I'm sort of on my way out of university now, and cool. I made it, and it's an homage to the support you gave me. So support your friends. They might tattoo your art <laughs> on their bodies. <laughs> Did she just, like, draw it in, like, a book or something? Uh, yeah, so she drew it, and she mailed it to me. She's a phenomenal artist. Uh, she actually does stick and poke now as well. Okay. Um, and she's sweet. Uh, you can probably find her stuff on Instagram. Her name's Laura Thorne. But, um, yeah, she drew it, and I got it tattooed here in Gastown. Cool. That, that's that's awesome. really awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you know, it's it's weird when like you have um, like unique, uh, I guess, and, and strong um, like connections to, to ex-girlfriends sometimes. And it just, it ends up being more prevalent and, and more almost romanticized than, than, than what you're currently up to because <laughs> it, it's weird, right? Because you're thinking like... Um, of this thing in your head that's not, you know, current, and it just, it, it takes this completely new air, you know, almost. Well, it's but like especially if it's, but if it's somebody that you, like, spend a lot of time with. with totally. Like, it's, of course, they're going to influence your life. Like, I remember my first boyfriend, and he has influenced, like, 90% of the choices I've made since <laughs> I was 16, and I haven't dated him since I was 16, but still, you know. Yeah. It's just like the people that you're in relationships with, especially for a longer period of time, they influence you and they're very important to you. And, you know, even if you no longer see them or if you're no longer in relationships with them, you're always going to have that influence of them in your life. And you're going to carry it with me. With totally. <laughs> you're going to carry it with me. You're, you're going to carry, carry it with, with you, me specifically. <laughs> literally carry it. So I'll carry you and yeah. I'll carry it all the time. Um I, so, yeah. Now you're making us happy. <laughs> just, you know, like, again, they're all happy memories, though, right? Like, Definitely. hindsight's twenty twenty, and I think it's a positive hindsight. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, happiness is a good thing. Definitely. It's what we aim for in Western society, so... Sappiness. Yeah. <laughs> Sappiness. Um, I... So I, I was in a band uh, really since grade grade nine, grade ten. Nice. And then like this this band was like a metal band and then it, it became like a prog band and then it became a you know, it just it was everything and then it kind of got somewhere after a while. Um, and then that band broke up uh, roughly like a couple months ago. And uh, the girl who was dating at the time uh, was a musician and we like wrote an EP together and like recorded and everything. Uh, so that's not a thing anymore, that relationship, but I have like this, this EP that I'm like really proud of and I don't really know what to do with it, you know, but just because it's, it's with someone else. What, what do you guys think? What, Release what? it. Like, I don't know. Share it with people. Ask her Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it also like, I'm presuming you're still um, friend. Are you guys still on talking basis or do you hate each other's guts at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I just hate everyone's guts. Yeah. Okay, That's the kind of great. person I am. <laughs> no, um, I don't know why I'm talking to you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but seriously, like, I mean, if you're if if you're both very proud of this EP, you should definitely share it with people. I mean, once again, as I said, like you have people that you date, you you do these things with them, and they're a massive part of your life, and you want to and w- once once you've done these things, once you've been through these stages, you've gone through the process of making the EP, you've gone through the first year first year with your girlfriend um they're a massive part of your life and that is um and i think i think people should stand up to that and Mm -hmm. like just own it you know these are the people that are part of your life these are the people that have shaped you and if you've made this ep together um i think both of you should 
share it loud and proud because you, mm-hmm. you did this together. You, you clearly had a really good yeah. time doing it. And why not appreciate those good memories? Yeah. And I think something else that's kind of cool about that EP is it's like, uh, it, it's a reflection of any art you do is a reflection of you at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And if you make this EP when you're, for example, in the 12th grade, that's, uh, you know, a, a reflection of you and, and how you think and what kind, your emotions, stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of like a snapshot of, of you uh, at that time. So I think when I'm like, you know, 20 years old than I am now, um, I'll just look back and, and through that. You'll, uh, I'm like, you'll look back at it fondly. I'm, definitely. I'll be a lot like, more I'm beardier. <laughs> and uh, white, my beard will be whiter than it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, will, will, your, will your arrow be the same? Uh, it'll probably fade over time, but again, like, I love tattoos that fade because they look cool and weathered and they've been places with you. Totally. Yeah. It's just, well, yeah, I mean, all, like, all, all the, ex- like, God, this is such a psychology student thing to say right now. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've all know, you all know it. But, like, all the things that you do and all the things, like, yo, your experience is also what you, like, it's, like, the scars that you have on your body are the ones, like, you, the ones that you don't have by choice, the ones that you do have by choice, like, the tattoos, the images that you put, they all, they integrate into making the whole person that is you. Totally. And, like, there's no experience that you can just dismiss from your life because every, like, every, every little thing that has happened is what makes you you and oh my god we have become yes. really we're so <laughs> deep right now we're so deep right now like, so deep on public radio <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna play like really sad, like acapella Tom York. Uh, um, make this feel can, better. Can, can just styrofoam core. Like, we should, um, we should probably um, play some Alley Chew. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is bringing bring us back to the music <laughs> instead of all, all all the emotions, all the feels. Alley Chew is is one of our um, female artists at um, BBP. Actually, I haven't. Um, I've seen her play numerous times i haven't talked to her that much but um she makes some very beautiful um kind of guitar chill music very nice to hang out to um while we now go collect ourselves to be less emotional <laughs> um you can Wipe listen to tears. some awesome music from ali chu <laughs> which song um, are we listening to we're going to um play the view cool here's ali chu with the view nice. that rhymed i'm i should be a rapper you guys <laughs> <laughs> Pretty when we're way up high If your love is just a lie Then keep lying to me Do you feel anxious? I've never needed anyone like this before Oh, and I'd rather hear you lie It keeps it hurting more
Means everything she says as she dresses up in layers. She wears a braid in her hair. She sings all of her prayers. And she's smiling, but it's really not a smile at all. She's just practicing for that time you see her fall. But I want someone who can't keep up And I need someone who is deep enough You're not enough But I contemplate my actions Oh, the consequences I mean close nothing It's a voice in my head Um, yeah, um, that was Ali Chu. She is beautiful. She makes beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music, as you just heard. And we're actually, um, let's see, how much time do we have left? We have about, Ooh. we only have about five minutes left. So we're just going to play one more song from um, this guy called Curtis LeBlanc. LeBlanc? LeBlanc. 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 Nah, he's um I don't I'm I don't I'm not sure if he's still at UBC, but he was definitely very active um with uh BVP two years ago and he released this EP this he released an EP this year he released an EP this year. He released he released and P to this year. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. He released an EP this year and now we're going to play a, a song called Chalk Talk, which um I hope you enjoy. Chalk Chalk, the boys grew up down on 23 Sunnyside Street, trying to figure out a way to stay in their basement forever. Told some really pretty people, some really 
ugly lies Never those brothers Not those guys Graham's got the rum in the front seat And I've got my head to the window in the back seat I was hoping this once That I could close my eyes It's the shakes and this chit chat Keeping me alive And I wake With every bump in the eye It's the strangest sight Swift the raindrops Catching in the pines The headlights light up our eyes Never keep secrets The ones that we love Save that cigarette on the walk home The work day is done The actions of the fools That we were when we were young In some cases Still are She told me Everybody Wants to feel loved And left me in the streets Still wearing winter gloves The sensor had no trouble That was, uh, who was that? Curtis that LeBlanc. Was, like, Curtis LeBlanc with um, Chalk Talk. Yeah. Uh, you can check him out on Bandcamp if you want. Uh, listen to more of his beautiful, beautiful music. Uh, and I think <laughs> we're gonna, well, we have three minutes left, but yeah. I think we're gonna call it quits here. We just want to, like, thank everyone for putting up with our, like, uh, pseudo-philosophy. <laughs> uh, w- like, it, it was it was bad, but it was great. I'm gonna say uh, Aaron made us sappy because... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do one thing. I'm gonna make people sappy. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. Is that your, like, platform, you know? Like, oh, yeah. have, like, daily crying sessions. Yeah, a lot of hugs. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, I love you already. A lot of sharing of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was great. Like, the, it was a pretty, like... Um, interesting show for sure i really enjoyed yeah that. that was i really enjoyed well thank you so much for coming on aaron bailey like thank you for seriously me. Honestly, um this is rad. that you was awesome <laughs> i hope we can have you on the show again sometime because i really enjoyed this ideally <laughs> do you guys got any big events coming up BBT? um oh we do actually yeah. we have um gusan coming up on the 4th of april thank you Aaron. No <laughs> ready to got our back we have gusan coming up on the 4th of april we have the event it's at kerner's it's an above 19 event it's um it's going to be awesome. It's um Woodstock themed. We're going to have um a Woodstock themed. The next show that we have is going to be Goose on Woodstock themed. So if you like that, you'll <laughs> hopefully appreciate our next show because mm-hmm. we're gonna it's gonna be all about that. Yeah, and it's going to be great. We have a lot of student musicians. It's going to be at the Kernos Club on campus. It's going to be like a six hour event. <laughs> we're just gonna hang out in you no know, tie dye shirts and yeah. denim and. 
flowers headbands, in our hair, headbands. do all the things. Um, it's going to be on April 4th, which is a Saturday. Yeah, that's Saturday. And again, it's like it's everything you like about BVP except like a lot of steroids. So it's like six hours and like a lot of music. <laughs> and it's just it's a lot. And it, it's going to be a good time. Um we're just gonna hang out, have a couple of beers, yeah. enjoy the sunshine, and Listen like there's definitely music. Exactly, it's basically <laughs> what we do. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay, cool. The next person's here. I'm talking out loud, and that's all good. Um, <laughs> thank the you so much. Extra for environmentalist is up now. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Talking to us about extra environmental environmental things. things. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank hey, you. Have thank a good you. one. Let's listen in as one poor soul tries to find something good to enjoy on the radio. Let's see here. Uh... Oh. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody. God, this is awful. I climbed up the mountain, climbed back down again for you. I climbed up the mountain again for you, and then I climbed back down, climbed up. Isn't there anything, 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 anything? Listening to the radio these days can be distressing. Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really chopping the charts, pick up a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? <laughs> Tired of winter's bitter cold weather? Join UBC's Free the Children as they welcome back spring with a huge concert, Equinox. My soul is on fire. On Friday, March 20th at 7.30 p.m. at the Pit Pub, featuring live music from Labidos, Color the Wild, Collect Call, System Skyline, Colin Weeks with the Banana Boys, and a surprise DJ. This will surely be a night you don't want to miss. Friday, March 20th, 2015. Welcome to the Extra Environmentalist. Your opposable thumb means nothing. This is what we want to be. We don't want to be Americans or Germans or English. We want to be extra environmentalists. Always feel, wherever you go, that you are a stranger. The outsider. The one looking in. This is the viewpoint that makes all places the same to you. Hello, welcome to the Extra Environmentalist. I'm your host, Seth Moserkatz, along with my co-host, Justin Ritchie. And on this episode of the Extra Environmentalist, we're talking with Ozzy Zinner, the author of Green Illusions, The Dirty Secrets of Clean Energy and the Future of Environmentalism. Justin, are you excited as I am? Yeah, a lot of my working experiences have been involved in the energy sector 
as well as related to renewable energy and and my academic work has been related to renewable energy and so that's why I'm very excited to have Ozzy on the show to, to talk about his research into renewable energy technologies and some of the impacts and the ecological footprint of renewable energy technologies. We talked with Ozzy all about different kinds of green energy and it's really interesting stuff. I can't wait to let you guys hear what he has to say. Yeah. Without any further ado, let's jump right into the episode and listen to Ozzy Zenner talk about green illusions. Ozzy Zaner, you're a visiting scholar at the University of California, Berkeley, a philanthropy consultant. And today we're here to talk about your new book, Green Illusions, The Dirty Secrets of Clean Energy and the Future of Environmentalism. Hi, it's nice to be on the show. Ozzy, you're a philanthropy consultant. What does that mean? And how often do you find that the best intentions go awry? <laughs> That's a really good question, actually, because they do go awry quite a bit, it seems. To answer your first question about what a philanthropy consultant does, it varies from project to project. But these days, most of what I do is involved in doing some research, uh, but mostly sitting in on strategic meetings when philanthropists are trying to figure out what are they going to do with their money? How are they going to direct the funding? And so I spend time working with them and trying to figure out where are the best opportunities for philanthropists to spend money. But at the same time, philanthropy is kind of an interesting field. And as a consultant, I kind of have beaten two different conceptual pools. I have one foot in the pool of, of trying to work with philanthropists. And at the same time, I kind of think there's something about philanthropy that is a little bit of a failure in itself. It's probably better to imagine a world or the type of world that we would like to have where philanthropy is not necessary, because philanthropy is a way of kind of building the power structures that are not democratically based. We have a small group of people deciding how funds should be allocated. And so, you know, I'm kind of aware of both sides of that. And sometimes you get into trouble when you're dealing with those sorts of issues. But uh, I try to kind of keep a foot in both pools and, and try to help out where I can, but also kind of keep a critical mindset on how the whole field is focused. Do you tell that to donors? Do you say, well, actually, you know, we should build a world where philanthropy isn't necessary? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's surprising how many people are actually in favor of that because everyone's kind of in this situation where, especially people that have built up a fortune, like private donors, you probably find a little bit more of a variance in how many you know, their political ideologies will affect very greatly how they feel about philanthropy. But a lot of organizations are, are open to that kind of mindset and open to that kind of critique. And it's nothing new in the world of philanthropy. Lots of people are familiar with that critique, especially with the emergence of the Occupy movement. They've gotten a little bit more criticism now because a lot of them were 1% and so I think that's done a lot to engage with the broader environmental and, and economic impacts of the kind of work that philanthropists do, can do, shouldn't do. So I'm glad it's part of the conversation, and, and I think it should be a larger part. Do you think the Occupy movement has added to the philanthropy movement, or has it taken away from it? Has it drawn more attention?